podcast we're back sorry for the delay i've been moving and it's annoying and it's a pain but it's pretty much done so i've got max back of course max say hi hola it's been a minute i had to dust off my uh, skype it was all dusty my application so we're gonna have to there's like so much I assume there's so much that happened since the last time. So we're going to do just off the cuff, discuss the craziness that's going on. What was our last episode? Was it the one we did with Tom? Yeah, I think it was like a, the elites. Elites and spiritual warfare. Uh, yeah, that's right. That got yes, a good sir. amount of views. And then, of course, when I check back in, all the all three Terraria, or not Terraria. That's that game. Tartaria episodes. <laughs> are our biggest hitters for i guess they like it man we'll get get back to that at some point yeah always like that's our biggest hitter and also so i checked it out uh we get most of our audience from texas so shout out to texas and the texans keep on doing what you're doing down there but yeah well there's more and more people (laughs) moving there so uh hopefully our views grow even more yeah what if it was like i swear it was like mostly california people but what if they just all moved <laughs> already and that, Dude, it's all that'd Texas. Be crazy <laughs> or all my all my california friends are just like man this guy's off his rocker i'm done listening to him <laughs> so dyb podcast at gmail.com tell us your texas stories and yeah we've tell got us all, tell us if everything's actually bigger down there i hear yeah, like for real i've never been bigger here as soon as you go down there you get like plus one plus two strength and just grow go grow a bit bigger it's weird yeah do you lose it when you leave yeah it's a good point i don't know we'll have to find out we'll come visit that's where we'll do our first live podcast we'll be in austin texas um july 15th 2027 so we'll see you guys there save the day we'll see you there by the bats next to the bats (laughs) when there's like a seventh corona variant we'll be <sighs> hanging out with the bats <laughs> all right so yeah. i don't even know what i want to talk about so actually do you have you start off and i'm sure i'll go off well into, onto a tangent <laughs> well this week uh this weekend for all the folks out there playing pokemon swish you know if you know there's a shiny event going on so if you know the uh the raid dan exploit there's a shiny grapple lock they already caught one took me about half an hour so if i can do it you can do it um i'm surprised they haven't fixed that exploit yet but you know i think they're gonna keep it man i don't know it has to do with something with like the nintendo system not just the game so i don't know if they really can fix it because it's like uh you change the system clock so (sighs) yeah go get your shiny grapple locked they have these events probably like once a month or so and this time it's grapple locked so I didn't have one. I just caught one. Looks like a Luchadora. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. It looks like he should be water type, but he's just fighting. So I don't know. Oh. And then yeah. Another so, news. Well. Oh. Go ahead. I mean, yeah. Was, you know, just kind of keeping it lighthearted for now. I've been uh, 
bought myself a new instrument, the Roland MC707. Got it with that podcast money, you know? And, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> bought it with that podcast money, so I'm hoping to, you know, hopefully I'll be cranking out some tunes here in the near, near future. I got a couple projects cooking. The problem with yeah. making music, man, and I've talked to other friends that, that make music, is like, I think this is kind of in general with like art, art stuff. I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm a musician. I'll say I'm a music uh, enthusiast. But um, that way you guys don't have too high of hopes for my music. But um, the the thing that I've noticed is, you know, people will start a project, myself included, start a project, get get a little bit into it, put it down and then start a new project. And so it's like perpetual, just never ending projects that aren't finished. So I'm hoping to finish yeah. something up this weekend. <laughs> Post it. We'll see. We'll see what happens. No promises. See but. what you do. Yeah, you just keep hard starting new ones and then cycle back to ones that you've started and then just add a little each time. And then, do you think that's it's what like, I, that's kind of been my yeah? Is it like boredom with the song, or is it like ah, this isn't very good, and then you move on? Or no, I think it's I think it's like frustrate for me at least. It's kind of frustration. You know, I, I get to a point where I'm like, okay, I got a bunch of cool sounds. I got some cool synths. I got a nice little drum line going. Uh, and then I'm like, okay, how do I like create a like variation in here for the next segment? Um, and that's kind of, for me, that's where I always get hung up. I'm like, damn dude, I, you know, I like what this sounds like, but it's not like I can just have the same thing going on for like three minutes, you know? (laughs) So if you guys got any tips, (laughs) I mean, I could, it is house, house techno music. So that generally is kind of repetitive, but there's always, that's the whole that's how you keep techno interesting from what I understand. You got to have like little nuances in there and, and that's yeah. the, the hard part. So if you, if you guys got any tips, DYB podcast at gmail.com, let me know. Um, oh, uh, yeah. I am a, uh, inspiring. What's it called? Something. Yeah. Us, yeah oh. aspiring. Aspiring. So hopefully, aspiring you know, artist. come 2027, you'll be able to live DJ the podcast too. It'll be great. <laughs> oh yeah. You 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 but um, yeah, what's new with you? I I hear you got a new house. Yes. Are you uh, uh, affiliated with Blackstone? Uh, no, no. But I beat them to the punch before they could buy it up. Because <laughs> like that was like uh, our idea was like uh, the market's kind of crazy here, so you can sell quite a bit higher than what your home was originally worth. So we made money on my house in our that we sold and originally our thought was like we'll just rent till the market dies down and then get our money's worth but i'm pretty sure there's like housing shortages everywhere and rent skyrocketing too so that kind of spooked us and we're like all right let's get an actual house that belongs to us because there's some shady stuff going on and yeah let's just do it so we paid a little more and actually it appraised for higher than what we paid and i thought that was ridiculous already but yeah so well, and that's we that's it. what's confusing me is like my when I when I moved out of my last place, um, my roommate was like, oh, oh, you know, I gave him like two months' notice, and he's like, oh, I'll, I'll I'll buy a house, um, and then and then when he was looking, he was like, everything's expensive, it's not a good time to buy, but then I kept hearing it's a buyer's market, but then just the other week I heard because that rent moratorium or whatever is coming up or maybe it's already expired, I don't know, um. Cause I'm not a homeowner. I don't really keep tabs on that stuff too much, but, uh, I heard like it's going to flip to a buyer's market. So I was like, I, I don't know what, 
I don't know. I don't know enough about real estate to really understand it. I'm not going to pretend like I do, but I do understand that, that, you know, if you sell a house, your house, you should pretty much have one lined up that you're going to move into or else you're going to be homeless because I guess things are getting nabbed up pretty quickly. And uh, yeah, like you said, above market value, a la Blackstone buying up swaths of land and basically turning suburbs into renting facilities. Yeah, so I actually got yeah, I got a little insight on this. Uh, We did the closing on the selling of ours uh, yesterday, and the our realtor and the the lawyer guy representing the the buyer or whoever was talking about like the like they don't want to build new they don't want to expand uh like residential areas to build more houses they just want to fill up what's already there basically just stack people on top of each other in like you know urban areas instead and that just goes back to our weird like concerns about like get everybody in the cities that way nobody can depend on themselves and they have to depend on the government and then Bill Gates is out buying all the farmland, Blackstone's buying all the houses, like they're just trying to control everything so that you have to do what you're told basically. And it's a little spooky, so watch it, out. And what's weird about it too is you know well a couple things. First of all, I I didn't learn until recently, I guess, you know, such a racist country we are. We allow, you know, people who don't even live in this country to buy land so i mean a big to, to my knowledge the biggest example is like in irvine california a lot I, I don't know the percentage but a large percentage probably in the double digits of the homes in irvine are actually supposedly owned by like people in china and i'm not mm. trying to you know cause a red scare i'm just saying typically <laughs> it's it's it seems to be like china like people who live in china buy houses in Irvine and possibly don't even live there ever. I mean, I think I had a professor when I was going through college, you know, years ago and he said, you know, he lived in Irvine and he was like, Oh, you know, the house across the street from me, he's like, uh, had a for sale sign for sale sign went away. I've never seen anyone go in or out of that house. So he suspects it's like probably some, someone from China. He thinks, you know, bought the house and whether they use it as like a safe haven in case they have to flee the country for whatever reason, or if they just, I mean, there could be a conspiracy around it, like, you know, but to my knowledge, this, that, that whole concept of allowing someone who doesn't, who's not a resident of America to buy property in America that came uh, into action under Obama, you know, and I, again, I wasn't really aware of this until recently, so fact check me, but I understand it as, uh, you know, as there was some legislation passed during his era where, you know, if you're not in this country, you can still buy land here and to my knowledge again i'm not too well versed on it but it i think in pretty much every other country that's not allowed like i couldn't go to china and buy property because i'm not a resident or a citizen there um but yet you know america's the most racist country on this side of heaven so i don't know (laughs) crazy man Uh. And that word racism, man, it keeps changing its definition. To- <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, me and Max decided we're going to go out and buy old school dictionaries. That way we have the original definitions. 
so that um, we can just prove that they keep changing everything to be all-encompassing at all times. But no, we're going to have right. the real stuff. So The real yeah. deal. What, what words are actually supposed to mean? And my parents had you know, one. I'll have to see if they still have it. Well, and there's that song by, I don't know if it's Julian Casablancas or his band, but there's a song, oh, The Voids. It's by The Voids, and it's called All Words Are Made Up. You know, and, and I think that's true. You know, there's a lot of these words, especially like a lot of the isms that are thrown around to just like shut down any conversation. I think people need to keep in mind that like um, every word we use, it's, t- it's essentially just made up. I mean, the word racism, for instance, wasn't even in the dictionary until 1989. So it's like, oh, really? OK, we saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I looked up, looked it up and. I think it was 1989 or 1990. So it's like, you know, the concept around it, whatever you want, you know, was obviously there. And then and then uh, we put a label on it. And to me, it's like, I mean, we got rid of a lot of these isms and just focused on like the good that people do and the bad that people do. We could have a lot more thriving conversations and probably get a lot more done and resolve a lot more issues. But it doesn't seem to be what the focus is, is, you know, is it good or is it bad? It's just like uh, paint this group under an ism. And then, you know, that can shut down any conversation. It can push any agenda. And I think people need to be a little bit more leery about that. Yeah, because like it's frustrating, too, because like when you paint everybody as racist, nobody's racist. <laughs> And like there, there are probably actually people that are racist out there, and we'll we'll never know because everybody's racist. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, just, I get. I mean, like, either everybody's racist or nobody's racist. I, don't, but I, I don't even know if it's that cut and dry. I think it's just I don't even think race. Bold statement here. I'm, I'm not even sure racism really exists. I think because, like I said, and what we just spoke on, you know, the definitions are always changing. The thing that doesn't change is like what's good and what's bad or what's good and what's evil, what's right and what's wrong. That doesn't really change. So if we just took the isms out of it, where the definitions are constantly being updated and just focus on good and bad, um, you know, those are not really ever changing. So what, you know, and maybe that's a false statement. Maybe good and bad does change with paradigms, but I think if you have a, you know, from a Christian perspective, if you're focused on the scripture, it's pretty clear cut what's good and bad yeah it is i mean it's just i don't know basically good is just (laughs) i don't know i would say like love and then bad is just pursuing anything anything to excess um physically that's kind of what i've been i've been thinking about this you know lately just kind of like how do you how do you make sure you're not sinning? And like one of the easiest ways to do it is just if you're doing something for you in this, in the physical world, if you take that too far, it's going to turn into sin no matter what it is. Um, yeah, except for actually- loving God and loving each other. Like that's going to be good, period. And that's, you know, <laughs> that's what we should focus on. Right, and there's actually that that segues actually pretty decently into something I wanted to bring up earlier. Big news, in case you haven't heard, in case you're living under a rock, John McAfee was supposedly killed himself in a Spanish prison. Um, 
you know, there's like a lot of conspiracy surrounding this dude. From what I understand, his Instagram, like the day after he was pronounced dead, just uh, was like wiped off, you know, the data banks. And which to me is very like, that's very messed up. I mean, you're like, it's almost like you're spitting on someone's grave. But anyways, he I saw a video clip where he, he basically says, you know, humans are this complex being where we have love and compassion and we care for people but at the same time we have greed and lust and uh you know we chase power so they conflict and they are very contradictory these two kind of, i guess you could say it and ego in a sense um and what he says is he's like you know so when people get money and power you know what does that fuel and his whole thing is love and compassion and caring for people that th- that needs nothing that doesn't need anything fueling it. You, that just exudes from the heart. It exudes from the soul. But then greed, power, and lust, well, that needs power. That needs something behind it. You know, that essentially that needs power behind it. And once you gain that power, that's why they say, you know, what is it? Like ultimate power ultimately corrupts. I, I'm screwing up the, the saying. But, um, you know, his his whole shit, his, his whole like message in that in that video I saw was, when people get money and they, you know, their lives are propelled in a worldly way of like power and 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 uh, prestige, it, it tends to to feed into corruption and corrupt people because that greed that's inside all of us and the lust and the want that's in all of us, it, it has more capability to manifest through the power that we, we gain. Yeah, so for sure. It's a good point. You know, and that goes for anyone, you know, you could, uh, you could be the most righteous person and then all of a sudden become president and you're, uh, <clears throat> a, a switch flips and you, you know, you use it for evil. Yeah. You're so, ne- you're but, never immune to it. And I, I feel like maybe some people, I don't know, they do feel like they're, you know, they're very, I guess it's bad to think you're self-righteous, but the people that kind of think that they, they're, they're immune to to those type of temptations like i don't know like that's dangerous because yeah you throw a little bit of power a little bit of money at somebody they could change in an instant you know oh yeah and if you think you're and if you think you're you're like oh but i wouldn't do that then really you're not being honest with yourself like it it it, if like i gain if i became like a billionaire overnight or something it's easy to say sitting here now, oh, I wouldn't change anything. I'd still do whatever. I wouldn't buy anything that I didn't eat. Blah, 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 blah. But like. We've never I, been I don't there. Know, so man. We don't yeah. even know what it feels like <laughs> to have that sort of like power and control. Because, yeah, very easy to say I wouldn't change. But it's like, you don't know that, man. You need a you need a good company. And a, like, I, I, you, I say yeah, company you won't, you won't know entourage, you're tested, you know. Yeah. Exactly. You know. Uh, the Lord throws a lot of things in your way to test you and money and power could be one of them. If you gain money and power, like more, more power to you and good for you, but just try to keep yourself in check, you know, otherwise, you know, you find yourself in a situation where you overreach. And I think we're seeing a lot of that in today's day and age. Yeah. And I feel like it's when, when you're, you know, destitute or, you know, struggling to meet and take or make ends meet like you are more focused on god because you kind of depend on him 
like you're supposed to. It's like, I just I got to get my next meal and got to survive and that's it. And he'll provide that. But as soon as you get like to the point where you don't even have to think about money anymore, all you're thinking about is what do I want to buy next? What do I want to do with this money? You know, what vacation yeah, are we going to take? And immediately myself? like God is gone, takes a backseat like to everything because, you know, you know, I think that I, I can easily admit that at times like that can like even like with selling this house and stuff, all my focus goes there, and that's not good. <laughs> like you yeah. completely forget. Like God takes a backseat when you're stressed out and worried about getting a promotion or buying or selling a house or, or whatever. But I mean, put him it's first. Like you're and you're probably already works in out, a man. situation where you have more than you need, and then it all goes to the wayside. And I think you know you got to be careful with statistics. Because I understand how easy it is to manipulate them, although most people just take it all for face value. Um, I I believe there is a statistic out there that the more money you gain, like the less religious you become. Um, Again, I think it's probably kind of that notion of like you you think you're very self-reliant. You've gotten everything on your own accord. Uh, People need to be a little bit more humble, I think. And that's something I've been trying to kind of advocate a lot recently is like people just need to be more humble and understand you know you you know the the brain that you're using to get yourself to where you are and all the smarts that you have you know uh you know god bless you for having it but again it's like god bless you and so you got to remember that yeah um yeah i mean another topic i don't know if you're if you had more to say that no, that but only, that's, that's all i got Something else, you know, I want to discuss a little, and I'm sure everyone is super sick of it, probably don't want to hear it at all, uh, you know, and, uh, but it's on my mind and whatever. I'm not going to tell you whether I got it or not, but I'm just going to say my opinion on the jab, you know. I think it's a little uh, <clears throat> it's a little creepy, personally. Um, you know, things are opening up, and I- I'm thankful for that. States seem to be, you know, opening up and doing better um i blame the lockdown a lot on trump that dude you know everybody's praised him and wanted you know a lot of people want him back in 2024 my thing is like dude this guy kind of got us in this weird situation of i'll call it medical tyranny um and he didn't push back at all and that's insanely frustrating and he's still not pushing back so that's what and i mean dude you know from my, to, to what I understand, a lot of those those jabs, you know, and the medicine that that's being provided by the uh, by the companies, Moderna and stuff, they're the, those patents. I think are partially owned by the government. They they have a lot of stake in it. So, um, you know, probably it's it's probably like a vegetarian steak that they have in it, but they got some they got a stake in it. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> and <laughs> and uh. The, you know, here's the thing, man. I, I'm not telling people one way or the other you should get it or you shouldn't. But the thing that that I, I think people need to kind of maybe consider more is like, if you want to get it, go for it. You know, and if if it's what's right for you, get it. But I think the part that's not being discussed on like enough at all, and on you know, I don't really tune into major outlets and and whatever, and I've kind of. You know, politicians, I think they're all in bed together, no matter what side of the aisle you're on. Um, But I I think in general, you know, going back to that whole concept of once you get power, you're easily corrupt. Um, All these talking heads and all these very powerful outlets, whether it's corporations or whether it's the media, 
none of them are talking about like freedom of choice with this thing. And again, it's like if you if you think you know if you want to get it and you're like terrified of the virus, I I, like I I totally understand it. Like, trust me, I get it. Um, and and if you know if you want to get the vaccine, like by all means do it. But where where I have where I have issue is like it, it's almost being forced and being. It it seems like there's a push to make it not a decision. It's like you have to get it, and that's where I have complaints with because look a lot you know i got a bunch of friends you know not a bunch of friends but you know i got i got you know i know some smart people and they're they're like oh yes everyone needs to get this everyone needs to get this but when you kind of think a step ahead it's it's like okay i i understand the scare with uh you know with with the vaccine you know with getting the vaccine and like and the importance of it but to have legislation written or rules written or a precedent set where you know, to, to mold the mind to think you have to get it or else you're an evil person or, you, you know, this should be mandated, you know, take, take a step ahead, you know, think a couple steps ahead. I'm a lawyer, but I understand the law enough to know that when something is put into law and written down into legislation, it's pretty hard in America to overturn that. And where my concern comes in is, okay, this is a, a vaccine you know, to combat a deadly pandemic, apparently. Um, and, you know, like I said, if, if, if you think it'll help you and your family and your friends, like, get it. But but when it's forced on you and if it becomes legislation that it has to be done, well, then, again, like law, it, a lot of times, it's not just secluded to that one thing. They, it, it, it kind of that legislation can be used in the, that realm of things. So who's to say and I'm not spinning conspiracy. I'm not trying to spin conspiracy. I'm just saying hypothetically, just, you know, let's do a thought experiment. Like, let's say, you know, legislation is passed. that says, OK, you have to get this vaccine. Um, and everyone's like, yes, yes, we want this. We want this. Well, who's to say, you know, five, ten years down the road, they have another vaccine that or not vaccine, but just a jab of some sort. And I shouldn't have been even, even saying vaccine because now we're going to get like flagged or something, even though we're small. But, um, you know, who's to say that there's not another medicine that comes out that says something like you have to take this medicine or else, you know, or else, you know, you're breaking the law. And, and what this medicine does is makes you I'm just again, I'm not trying I'm not trying to conflate this with the current medicine that, you know, jab. But what if there's another medicine that, for instance, sterilizes people or something like that? And it's known. It's a fact. That's what's being promoted is this is for population control. We we need people to take this medicine because we're just growing too too big. A, it's like, OK, you know, that whole thing, follow the science. Well, where do they get their data? You know, all these flyover states, you go, you know, you fly in a plane from the Midwest to the West Coast. There's thousands of acres, like probably hundreds of thousands of acres. is just uninhabited. And I get it. A lot of it's mountain region or it's arid. So it's hard to do that but who's to say science and technology won't allow us to live in those places in the future i digress what i'm trying to get at is if we set the precedence that this current medication that's being pushed is forced on us through legislation that same legislation can be used for a medicine that you might not agree with in the future like for instance we can't you you, we don't want you having kids you have to take this medicine that will make you infertile you know something along that lines think of anything you know whatever your worst fear is that your body can or can't do that's the same legislation and law can be applied to any other kind of medicine. So again, it's like get the medicine if you want it. 
I'm not, I'm not saying you shouldn't get it, but what I am saying is we shouldn't be forcing it on people and everyone should have a choice. And I know we're not at a point where it's really forced yet, but it seems more and more like it is going to become a mandatory thing. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of my point. Any thoughts on that Lee? Yeah. Um, that's the way it should have been from the very beginning with the entire coronavirus thing is, for example, when it first hit businesses, you have the choice. If you're concerned or you think your customers will be concerned about the spread of coronavirus, take steps to mitigate that, require masks, uh, reduce capacity, close down completely. It's totally up to you. That's how it should have been. And then with the vaccine, completely up to you. Do the risk analysis. Is it better for you to get it or better for you to not? And that's it. Like that. That's so simple. I don't get it. Um, and the part that weirds me out, there's two things that really weird me out about this. And one, it's the massive propaganda that's pushed on everything. Um, I hear it on the radio and ads. I see it on ads on YouTube. I see, see it on just in the news, on TV, uh, in podcasts, everywhere promoting it. And it's so strange because that's never been a thing for anything else. Um, even like the flu vaccine, you know, I mean, it was kind of like suggested you get it, especially if you're going to school, you know, in elementary school. But it was never like, here's a bunch of commercials advertising for the flu vaccine. But yeah, there sorry. never was. It was just kind of discussed like among like people just like, oh, I get mine every year. You know, I just I kind of don't want to get the flu. And then some people are like, I'd never get it. Like, I don't I don't get, I don't get it. <laughs> and that was that. That was it. And nobody really cared. It was sometimes it would just come up in conversation when it was flu season, but that was it. Um, And the second part that weirds me out is just how people are treating it like when they get it, like they think they're special and they're like excited about it. It's like, dude, it's it's a vaccine. We've had these forever. This is not exciting. You're not special. Why are you even getting it? This is an mRNA one. It's different. But yeah. I get what you're saying. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's I guarantee that's not why people are getting excited and taking vaccine selfies and posting about it on Facebook and you know like all that stuff. It's just so it's like a weird. cult right now. <laughs> it's very odd to me. And uh, sorry, I keep interrupting. You keep finish your thought. I keep interrupting. And that that's I don't. I mean, honestly, I just think people are just easily influenced and manipulated, and they want to fit in and. Uh, this is the way they do it. People also like to feel superior. So this is another way to do it. So it's just people to like, you know, whack off their egos and all that stuff. Um, <laughs> in my opinion, They're like I'm um, doing something for the greater good of, of humanity. It's like, okay, good for you. You're like, protected. Great. If oh. someone else, and then they, you know, what's weird. Sorry. I, again, I cut you off. The Keep weird part off. too is that they care. They're like, they'll, once they get it, they'll walk around asking other people if they get it and they'll shame people mm-hmm. that didn't get it. It's like, why? There's why you're scared of the virus, maybe, or you're just a sheep um, and you wanted to get it. Cool. Um, This person doesn't want to get it. Why do you care? Like, it'd be different if you're like, it was like a loved one. You're just like, I'm so scared that you're going to get the virus. And I just want you to get the vaccine. Like, it's never that. It's just like, you didn't get the vaccine. What's wrong with you? Oh, you don't care about people. Uh, you don't trust the science? Yeah. What's the science? Uh, uh, it's, it's, it's just science, dude. So here's yeah, the, the here's science? the science of it's this. science. <laughs> the, the science of the deadly pandemic is that there's a 5% chance you'll get it. And then if you do get it, 
there's a one percent chance you'll die <laughs> which is I if thought you, it was even less than one but uh, i'm being i'm rounding up just to 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 help a little yeah, bit i mean it's right. basically zero <laughs> if you round down or if you, if you just round normally it's zero um of course they'll say and oh I, it's because of all the measures we took it's like no it's not <laughs> look at texas well, from what i've read online like uh the the percentage of people that are contracting it and dying from it are obese and yeah they have issues first place i'm not i'm sorry i'm not trying to knock people who are obese and stuff but it's like if you don't take care of your body from the get-go or you know from the jump like you're more susceptible to to anything really you know your immune systems if you're not working out you're not doing cardio and you're you're you know, drinking a bunch of alcohol, you know, your your immune system's going to be compromised in the first place, you know? And we had a whole episode about terrain theory versus germ theory. I, I think it's probably a little bit, you know, a mix of both, which should be considered, but it seems like really it's just germ theory that's considered. Um, you know, if you get this, you're going, you know, it's going to infect you and it's going to kill. It's like, no, no, no. If you get it and your body is prepared to fight it, you might just be fine. Okay. Um, yeah. Like germ theory and terrain theory are almost the same. Like the main difference is that germ theory says that the viruses themselves actually attack and do damage to the body, but that's never been proven. And then terrain just says, if you get too much of something in your system, your body reacts and that's what causes all the symptoms. So like you said, being healthy, it can handle that easily. Um, and everybody has coronavirus in them already. Right. And that's why, right. you know, yeah. Go ahead. And shout out to anomaly. I, I listen to him a decent amount. He, um, sure he's not listening but shout out to him anyways if you don't follow him you should check him out you know consider it at least but you know he he did a whole um he's done a lot of episodes and he did one you know short video focused solely on this guy named uh Car- i think it's carrie mullis he's the one who invented the pcr test which is actually you know what's being used to test if people have coronavirus and word out of the guy's mouth who invented the PCR test he said like basically if you know the PCR test is iterations you know in, in computer programming iterations uh, basically it just goes over an algorithm to, you know over and over and over until it gets results you know you can set certain algorithms to iterate you know 40 times 100 times a thousand times I don't know how many times the PCR test um, you know, magnifies into a cell to see what's in it. But essentially, at least my understanding of the PCR test is it's magnifying into a cell in an, at an exponential rate. So it zooms in times two to the cell, then it zooms in times four, then times 16, and then, you know, on and on and on uh, at, at an exponential rate. So what this guy who invented it said is like, if you look close enough into any cell, you're going to find a little bit of everything. You're going to find AIDS in there. You're going to find coronavirus you're going to find you know flu you're going to find the cold you're going to find every single germ every single virus and it doesn't mean that you have it it's just in your cell so to me that almost supports the theory of terrain terrain theory where you know your yeah your cells got have a lot of the shit in it but like if you're healthy enough it'll fight it it doesn't necessarily mean that you're sick with it you know that you know whatever i mean and, and just a small note 
And at this point, honestly, the amount that this guy's flip-flopped, I don't know how anyone trusts Fauci anymore. I, I really don't get it. I mean, there was an H3H3 episode not too long ago where he said, you know, just listen to, like, people like Fauci. They, they're they telling you what to think. It's like, dude, this guy is, like, have you followed up and looked at the his past clips? Like, he's lied about several things pertaining to the virus. How, how can you just, like, blindly trust him? It doesn't really seem logical to me. But to each their own. Um, anyways, this guy, Kerry Mullis, who invented the PCR test, in a clip that I saw, maybe probably from you know late 90s or early 2000s, he calls out Fauci by name and says, this guy's never spent any time in the lab. He's more of like an administrator than he is a scientist. And, he'll, and he said, and he'll gladly take money to push any agenda. This is a dude who is very highly you know, esteemed in the medical industry talking shit on Fauci that you know probably over a decade ago and it's like why are we not heeding his words more than we are Fauci's especially Fauci is using Carrie Mullis's technology to test for this stuff I, I don't know man you know I'm all I'm all about going to the primary source of things and um it seems like we're going to a sort a secondary source that's like three times removed so do with that what you will but I do find it odd, like what you said, how people in office spaces, you know, I mean, I work for a pretty big corporation and they're, you know, they're always, uh, you know, I got people asking me, yo, did you get the jab? And I'm like, bro, I don't really remember when it was all right to just ask medical questions like this. It's kind of, like, what are you trying to get at, man? What, what do you want to, why do you want to know this? You know, if you got it, shouldn't you be immune and protected? Why are you concerned about me? You know? Yeah, that's that's the weird part. It's like the people that didn't get the vaccine don't want it and they don't care if they get it. And you got it. Good for you. So leave each other alone. So there's something there's something deeper psychologically that's wrong with like like a, a good amount of people that have gotten the vaccine. Like, I don't know what it is that's driving them to behave in that way, unless it's just like, you know, the influence of the media telling them to to behave this way to 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 be against people that don't get it well i would say we're at a point now where it's further than just the media and this is why i brought up earlier kind of just to heed like you know mandatory medication like this um i don't know about you but again i I, you know i'm in a i'm in a pretty big corporation and we're at a point last week we had a, a staff meeting and our manager basically said you know hey guys there's this new thing in, um, you know, we have like a profile portfolio thing where we can put our information, you know, courses we've done or, or what, whatever, just anything about us that we want management to see, you know, accomplishments, things of that nature. Um, and it's just, you know, you're, we're encouraged to update it with certain information. And so we had a staff meeting last week and basically our manager said, OK, guys, you know, there's a voluntary portion in this profile now where you can voluntarily say whether you've gotten the jab or not. And, you know, he said, keep in mind, you know, it's voluntary. You don't have to do it. However, there are repercussions if you either voluntarily say that you haven't gotten it or if you just don't do it at all. Like if you don't put any information in there, there are repercussions. And the repercussions are you have to go, you know, if you show that you don't have it or if you just don't sign it at all, um, then you have to go in to, to work with a mask once we return to the office. Um, you know, there's like, I mean, that's the major thing is like you have to go in with a mask. Okay. I, I, and I understand when people are like, 
well, that's not taking away freedom. Like that you, you're like this freedom Bible thumping dude. It's like, well, that kind of is taking away freedom because it's, it's, it's directly removing a decision from me if I choose not to, you know, submit to this. Right. So, and, and here's the thing. It's like, if you, even if you got the jab, there's a concern to, to voluntarily saying that you got it or not, because when you sign it, to my understanding, when you sign this document, it opens up, um, that company, like the company and, and my manager to look into my medical records. So I would assume it's not just for this specific virus. I think it's for everything because he told us, you know, he, here's the thing. And this is what I was trying to get at. Ultimately, it's creating a snitch culture in the, at least at my job, because what he told me is, you know, if, if there's someone in the office that's not wearing a mask that you think either didn't get the jab or didn't sign this voluntary document to, you know, hand over this information, then you're, you have a privilege or a right to tell to literally, I mean, to basically tell on them and raise concern that that individual might not have gotten the jab. And he said, and if that is brought up, then him as a manager, he can check our documents and check our our portfolio and our profile to see if a we said that we don't ha didn't get the jab or to b just see if we didn't you know uh, sign over the right to to disclose that information. And if we didn't, even if we didn't just dis you know if we said no, we don't want to sign up for this, we don't want you having our medical records just in general, then he can come up to that individual and say, hey, I saw in your portfolio that you like voluntarily rejected the paperwork. So now you have to wear a mask because I don't know if you've gotten the jab or not. So it's like, it's, we're past the point of just media scaring people into asking others. We're at a point where corporations are like enforcing you to snitch on your peers. And I, that's just not right to me, man. It's like, why? Like, that's not good for morale. Not everyone wants to disclose that information, whether they got it or not. You know, I, I personally don't want someone to have just easy access in all my medical records. Like, what good does that do me? It, does, it really doesn't help me at all, you know. Um, but but we're at that point. And so I think it's like the next step is almost, to me, it's like forced jabs. Like, well, I mean, who's stopping them at this point, you know? It, yeah. It's creepy. I think it's so odd, man. Like, it should not be a thing. And the, the weird part is, like, what? why require a mask for unvaccinated at work there's right. there's no logic to it outside That's, of uh it, it's almost like it's a for the people that are self-righteous about having their vaccine it's like a form of punishment it's like well then you have to wear your mask all the time like when the logic would be okay we're not vaccinated you guys might have be able to spread it that have the vaccine so you guys wear masks like that would actually make sense you know not unvaccinated wearing mask because we don't care so why would we wear a mask uh like yeah and it's like the vaccine is meant to protect those who are who got it right i mean am i wrong is that is that not the science of this yeah, sort of the medicine? science is, is like the vaccine i am protected uh, yeah. I get it, so if I'm protected. I it, like, that's it. That's the whole purpose of a vaccine. So that's it. Why would you? Why would you make somebody else that wasn't wear a mask? And the answer is, I think it's a weird, like, form of punishment. 
honestly. It's a power move. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It, it, it really is a power move. And it's a it's a punishment for not doing what the powers tell you to do. And that's all it is. Like there's no because there's no logic behind it and there's no science behind it. So and let me just say, let me just add in that you know, whether whether you believe this or not, when everyone's like, oh, this is a step towards communism, that whole talking point seems to be kind of moot and people if you don't believe it you don't believe it and you think that person's psychotic but it's like dude this is a power move from the powers that be how is this not a step towards i'm not going to say communism it's just a step towards control of an individual and it's like do you want that in your life i i, I almost think a lot of people do want I that they, they just want to be told yeah. what to do and then they just carry on making money and that's all they care about it's like dude there's more to life than just that and if people don't see that now, then down the road when everything's stripped away from you, but you still got a job and you're making money, like, are you going to be happy? I, I don't know. Because going back to my point earlier, once you overstep one boundary, you know, once the government or the corporate, whoever oversteps one boundary, they're going to see, wow, that was easy. <laughs> What's the next thing that we want to take control of? And, and so I think that that's, you know, just so maybe people understand when, when someone says, like, this is a step towards communism and control, like, it, it is. I mean, it directly is. And people that just, you know, say that's all, that's all boohoo. It's like, no, dude, like, look at the bigger picture. If they're doing that for something where it's they're telling you to put something into your body. I, I mean, that's like, I mean, what the hell, dude? What's stopping them from doing anything else? I, I don't know. Really. I mean, it's like, it's weird. It, it's creepy to me. And, and another thing I know, you know, Lee, Lee, you and I discussed is it's like, Another thing that makes me think there's something greater to this whole initiative um, than just, oh, we care. You know, it's like the whole notion is everyone everyone who really is like all for this ma almost mandatory jab and everything. They're saying, oh, well, it, the government and everybody, they want it because they're trying to protect the people. It's like, dude, no offense, but when has any government ever cared about its people? Like, that's, like yeah, I'm that's sorry. That's so funny to me. It's like, you can't just look at history, me. man. <laughs> Yeah, you can't convince me. And, and go, going back to our discussion earlier, it's like once you're in a position of power, like you just want stuff for yourself and you want to be able to hold on and grow that power. So when someone says to me, oh, well, they're doing this for the greater good of the population. It's like, I'm sorry, but you, you just can't convince me that all these big wigs up there like care about me and you. I, I just don't buy it. I, I really, really don't like look at any government. They put their people second, third, fourth, whatever, and they're just trying to make a name for themselves or they're just trying to power grab, get more money. And I think everyone can relate to that. Like, it, you know, when you get power, you want to hold it and you want to make it grow. You don't want to just let it diminish. So it's like when, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not going to say this jab is, you know, a grand conspiracy to kill everybody, but it is. It yeah, is no, a it's power not that. Yeah, it, it is a control move. That, that's the sole purpose. Um, and and it, maybe it's just because they have a lot. Like I said earlier, the government and, and companies have a lot of money sunk into this. So they're trying to get a return on investment. But it's like if if their if their way of getting a return on investment is forcing everyone to, to buy their product, that just should not be allowed. Like what if there was a car company and they're like, hey, we have this great car. We sunk a bunch of money into it. No one's getting it government force everybody to buy my car it's like what dude like you can't do that what why, so why is medicine different i don't it that's like almost more intrusive i don't really get the rationale behind people supporting it to be honest but 
I, I think just people are just weak and cowards basically now. They just want like big daddy government to to take care of them. And that's it. They don't want to have to think for themselves. They don't want to have to fend for themselves. They just want security. And if you want security, the cost is your freedom. And it seems that everybody is a-okay giving up all of their freedom so that they can be quote-unquote safe. Um, and it's like if there's someone who doesn't go along with that, you know, if someone doesn't go down that stream and, and just kind of go with the flow like that, to me, I think the reason, you know, we were talking about when everyone gets all up in arms, like, well, you didn't get it or blah, blah, blah. Like, you're not going along with the narrative. I think they're insecure. And when they see someone st- stand out against it, they're like, well, maybe they're thinking, well, I'm wrong. Yeah, so they, they and, and it, I don't. <laughs> and if I'm wrong, I want everyone to be wrong. So you have right. to come down with me. And it's like, dude, just let people do what they want, man. Like, what the hell? That's what this country's about, you know? Yeah, they need validation for I, I think it's just. No, they either need to be validated by everybody else in society so they can feel like they fit in or like you said they need to feel validated that they're not they just did it just because everyone else did it so they don't want that exposed so if you just go on the offensive the whole time and attack the other people then you can be safe that nobody's going to come after you <laughs> right right and uh... Another thing not to get too, you know, not to steer the conversation too far off of the same topic, but another thing that I find very like creepy and odd about this whole situation is the fact that, you know, for instance, there's in the town I'm in now, there's people getting their college tuition paid for if they get the jab. You get put into these lotteries for a million dollars or full full paid tuition. Again, I, I say again, like, when did the government care that much about people's health to just give away free shit? Like, that just doesn't add up in my brain. Something does not compute in my head. Like, this doesn't make sense. There has to be some bigger reason for it, because if they cared so much about people's health, like everyone's saying they, they do. And I hearken, you know, I kind of stole this from Anomaly, but like, then why are they not having forced workouts or why are why are governments i know some corporations have done this in the past i don't know if they still do but why are there not like incentives to be healthy and work out and jog every day you know what i'm saying we used to have that yeah at our workplace it used to be they'd give you 150 bucks a year towards uh gym membership if you wanted one then they used to have regular like kind of fitbit count your steps competitions and stuff and that's well, a that's 150 dollars as opposed to a full tuition or a million dollars is a pretty quite quite stark difference right there as far as monetary incentive. And yeah, I know companies have yeah. done that, it's but it gone seems away, to be like though. a seasonal yeah. thing. They only do it once in a while. It's not right. like year round. Yeah. So it's like if the government and companies care so much about your health, why are they, why is this their main focus and not like, why haven't, or why haven't they said like, oh, if you contribute even a little bit of research to like cancer research, we'll give you money. Even if that's not your expertise, like if you just write an article study one little thing about I'm I'm being very like hypothetic but you get my point it's like why is this the main focus like why is this jab the one thing that's being incentivized at great volumes I mean I think in California they have lotteries where you can win a million dollars if you got it like I said in the town I'm in now it's like you can get your tuition paid for I'm sorry but government does not care about you they do not care that much about, about you to like give away a bunch of shit just to get a jab. It, it doesn't make any sense to me. And none of it makes sense given the numbers. 
it, it makes no sense. Like if we had something with like a like a twenty five percent mortality rate, like it would make a little bit of sense that they're that they're trying to get everybody to do it because it kills people. But this. I'm sorry, but like, no. And then they, I'm sure people get mad. It's like, oh, I know somebody that died. It's like, okay. But like the numbers as a whole, it's not, it's not anything. So I do have a theory as to what this is. And I'll come back to Let's that. Hear it. I'll come back oh, to that okay. in a minute. I did kind of want to address um, something I was thinking about kind of relating to this because um i think one of the main talking points as to like why should i even get it if i'm not afraid to get it is well what if you get it and give it to somebody that can't get the vaccine because they're immunocompromised and this is how you know when people are full of shit is when that was never nobody ever talked about that prior to right. an event and all of a sudden they start talking about it I never heard anybody say, I get the flu shot because I don't want to give it to immunocompromised people. Nobody ever said that. And now that everybody says it, you know they're all full of shit because they're just repeating what they've been told. And that's that yeah, goes with a parody. lot of things. Like That's how you know parroting. It's if, if somebody's opinions and views come into focus when it's popular and they've never spoken about it <laughs> prior to that, you know that, you know that it's just a shame yeah it's it it just shows the power of media man honestly and 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 i might add to that just like to add to that again people are probably gonna get all butthurt but i mean my thing is okay if you're if you're auto if you're compromised in whatever way autoimmune whatever it is you know i I, you know i i wish god to grant you a long and healthy life you know and, and all that but at the same time even before this virus um those people knew damn well every day that they stepped out their door that they were they were already making themselves susceptible to anything whether it was allergies or you know the cold the flu whatever it was i'm sorry but those people know that every day was going to be a risk more so than others and and well, that the funny part is, it's not even yeah, it's, it's not even the immunocompromised people coming out saying this. It's other maniacs, right? <laughs> right? Yeah, it's like people who want to speak. It's probably you know the, just a white girl who wants to speak on behalf of all the other races and all the other you know whatever. You know, it's like, dude, shut up and let them say for themselves. Like, yeah. it's you're just not a doing the world feel, any good. Way to feel superior or, or give yourself a false sense of you're making a difference. <laughs> So you can right. sleep sleep in your million dollar mansion comfortably at night without feeling too guilty about it. Yeah, I seen this meme and it's like it's like uh, Lil Lil Yachty and I think Drake or something. I can't remember, but there's like a music video that they're in and they're looking at a laptop and one of them, I think Drake. I don't remember if it's Drake or whoever, but what they they point at the screen and then like the other person's like, oh, you know, like because he couldn't figure out how to do something like computer he points it and then he's just like, oh, thanks, you know. And uh, it's basically this meme where it's like it's like uh, after it shows that clip in it. The title is something along the lines of like after a 13 year old white girl tweets to, to end Palestine. It's like Palestinians and Israel's a- Israelites after a 13 uh, year old white girl tweets to stop the war. <laughs> and then it's basically like there's like, oh, OK, I didn't see that. I'll, yeah, OK, thank you. I'll stop. It's like, bro, y- your words mean very little. You don't understand like how complex things are. Um 
for other people that are in certain situations and everyone thinks they're just doing the right thing by speaking on behalf of them. It's like, you know, shut up and just stay in your own lane. All right. You're right. So the conspiracy side. So if you don't like conspiracies, well, you're in the wrong place, but (laughs) we're going to start talking (laughs) about it now. Now, this isn't going to be one of those off the wall conspiracies. This is plausible conspiracy. Um, there's just a lot of weird things going on related to this coronavirus thing that don't make sense and it's very strange that we've done what we've done. So we've already talked about the vaccine itself and it's really kind of just meant for control to make sure people do what they're told. And it's going to be a way to keep tabs on people. Just another way. Um, I think we're they're trying to push I towards... vaccine passports. Yeah, um, trying to push for... Um, no cash anymore. I saw that was a thing that they were pushing for. Um, and then, so the, the, in, so <laughs> none of us had to pay for vaccines. So that money's coming from somewhere. Um, all the stimulus money that everybody loves is stupid. Um, they're just printing money. So where's that coming from? Um, and all this relief to companies and businesses and states for COVID aid, where's that money coming from? The answer is like they're, they're printing it all. So the money is worth nothing and inflation's going to skyrocket. And another weird part is that the economy has been going up the entire time that this virus has gone on. So that's a little concerning because it shouldn't be doing that. So surely the entire economy is a bubble. Um, but I do think that the intent of doing all of this, buying up the farmland, buying up all the houses, forcing people to the cities, is that they can crash the economy. Everybody's dirt poor, has nothing. And the government can say, hey, we'll do a depression stimulus bill. You just have to do this, 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 and this, and make sure you obey all the rules and tell on anyone that doesn't, and you'll get bonuses. Like that sort of thing. It just, it, it's an easy way to usher in new world uh, order. It's like making people so desperate that they'll just go with anything and they'll snitch on their neighbor. And it was like a little test run with the virus stuff. It, it's just the stimulus. They wanted to see people love it. People will get excited about it. They rooted for it. <laughs> but they have yeah. no idea what damage it's doing. They have absolutely no idea. Like, I am pissed about these stimulus checks, but nobody else is. But that's that's perfect. That's exactly what they wanted. It's like money will make them do what we want <laughs> and fear will also make them do what we want so that's well, I mean, all we we're already do. seeing we're already seeing like the restaurant industry struggle so yeah okay i'm sure you know mcdonald's and wendy's and taco bell they're all doing fine because they got these giant you know supply chains giant structures of uh you know and they own a lot of the real estate they're on top of but you got to think of like the little mom and pop shops you know, they're struggling to hire people now that everything's, quote, you know, returning to normal, although I would say it's not normal that we're going to be returning to. Um, you know, they're struggling to hire because the stimulus checks are paying out more than they could pay out. And it's like people are like, well, that, you know, there's all these memes like, well, that's like the fault of the business owner. They should be paying more. It's like not <laughs> everyone can pay that much, you know, and if you're putting a, a smear of, you know, $1,600 or $2,000 across the nation, um, well, that that money means different power. That's that buying power is different. You got to adjust per state. So like some states, you know, two thousand dollars goes a long way. Some it doesn't. So 
you know, I, I don't know. So this is just a, like another part too is just the the effects on businesses of this. It basically wiped out a lot of small business, and all of the business went to the giant companies. You know, like Amazon, uh, Walmart, Kroger. All of them got to stay open because of whatever reason they they sell food but also all this other stuff that they just kept selling so they made a fortune off of this so it's just another consolidation of corporations where oh yeah it's just gonna be government corporations hand in hand they own everything and you do what you're told that's what that's the way it'll end is you do what you're told yeah i mean the cares act i don't know the exact breakdown but most of those trillions of dollars went to the one percent they're already rich like bezos and bill gates like they ran off with a ton of money where you know i'm I'm making these figures up but it was it was probably something like a five trillion dollar or something package i don't know why trump did that dude that's that's just further just fucking stupid that just further makes me think that they're like all in bed together it's a one-party system but whatever what i'm trying to get at is all that you know if it was a five trillion dollar package four trillion went to the uber rich and then one trillion went to the peasants and it's like i don't remember the exact numbers but there was like a ton more billionaires that were created during the pandemic and it was in like medicine and tech where they were already thriving you know what i mean and then on top of that there's i don't know the status of it but these last few weeks i've been seeing that there's some like 10 billion billion with a b dollar uh stimulus or bailout going towards jeff bezos's blue orbit it's like why at the Last time I checked, he was the richest guy in the world. Why does he need that money? And it's, never it's so fishy to me, man. And if you bring this stuff up, I don't know. It seems like the people that are pushing for this stuff, I'm going to say the left, because I think in general, it's the left that cares more about this stuff and like wants to push these sort of things. When I was growing up, man, the left was like against this stuff. They were they were all like, yes, yeah, screw big pharma. They're making our kids addicted to pills. You know, uh, they're they're. Um, you know, we don't like big corporation. Well, now it's like those same people are saying, no, 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 listen to everything pharma says. And yeah, give all the money to Bezos. Like, why, dude? How did, how can people just be controlled so easily? I don't understand. But at least from the, like, from the left's perspective, all they have to do is put up like, like a rainbow logo or a BLM thing. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, we love you. And it's like, okay. Well. Yeah, you're accepting. You're still liberals. It's like, man, it's like, these parties are fluid. They don't just stick to what they, they don't stay the same decade after decade. I mean, what a liberal was, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago, it's not, it, it's drastically changed. And same with conservatives. They're, they're more liberal than they ever have been, I would say, even though the, people would probably argue that they're not nearly as liberal as they ever have been but they really are they are and than, they're big weenies than, <laughs> yeah they're big pussies man and <laughs> and it's like uh i i don't know man it, it's just it's very odd to me that all these giant corporations that were already thriving are being allotted most of the money and then oh. you know we get these little stimulus checks just to keep us distracted it's like and then there's like this impending inflation that's just gonna hit us in the face that's gonna counteract everything that you thought you got um i do think at least the people that were smart with it i did see a a thing that said like a lot of people did end up paying off debt with those checks and that was at least a smart that's a smart move because other um, people were just buying easies and yeah because so when inflation hits they'll be okay they'll just be back to where they were before all this but the people that blew it on stupid shit like they're they're done 
like when this stop. if this if this is gonna be as bad as I think it is, they're done. Um, yeah, man. You, you but know that's what the government wants. When they're done, they will do whatever they have to do to get government money. So they'll do what they're told. Yeah, man. Something kind of that goes along with this conversation. Um, and, and again, fact check me. And I, honestly, so okay, I'll just I'll just go into it. Basically, I called my buddy who lives in China. I think he lives like around Shanghai. Um, I called him a couple days ago, and he, his family own they own a, like a meat distributing company. So they don't actually like have a farm where they, you know, are slaughtering animals for the meat. They just I think they basically they have deals with companies like Tyson chicken and stuff and then they just distribute it to stores last year when i talked to him he he was saying man business out here is just booming we're doing super well minus you know the i think swine flu is still like a thing to be concerned about if you're in that industry but he was like dude we're making so much money we're doing really well i talked to him just two or three days ago and he was saying dude business sucks this year it's like worse it's like very bad and i asked him you know why why is that and He's pretty, you know, he's pretty good at English. So, and, and I think he, for the most part, understands what I'm asking. But sometimes I think there's still kind of a language barrier. But I asked him, you know, like, why is it that you think the business is doing bad? And he said, well, it's because China is, I guess they're printing more RMB, which is their currency. He said, well, the government out here is just printing a ton of RMB. And I was like, so wouldn't that help out businesses? And he said, well, they're, they're giving it to like all these super small companies to help prop them up. I was really confused with the whole conversation. I was like, so I was like asking him follow up questions and I don't, obviously like he's not, you know, he's just trying to run his business. So I I don't think he sees like the full picture. He doesn't understand everything that's going on, but it's just interesting to get, you know, his point of view because he lives out there. And basically he was like, yeah, I mean the government's printing just a ton of money. And I was like, wait, so are you saying like the currency out there is just worth less? So you like you'll get money, but it's just, you're not making as much profit, like as much buying power. And he was like, yeah, I think that's what it is. And then I was like, oh, and you're saying that they're giving it to small companies? Wouldn't that help the economy? And he's like, uh, I don't know, man. It's not, though. Like, like companies out here are doing worse. He said, you know, the big giant companies, they didn't get any money. They're doing fine. But all these small companies are getting a bunch of money, but they're doing worse. I don't really understand exactly what he was trying to get at. But it's just it was interesting to me to hear him say that because I was like, here you got communist China they're giving a bunch of money like they're doing the same thing we're doing where they're printing a lot of money and then they're also get but they're giving it to like smaller companies and then you have it out here where we're printing money but we're giving it all to like giant corporations yeah and it was I, just a I think weird it's just I, I think the end is when you print money it doesn't do anything i think that's no matter how you distribute it it's just it's just bad to do and i i don't know like <laughs> Like, is it like a one for one if you just print, you know, a couple trillion dollars and send it out to the economy um, that the inflation is directly proportional to how much you printed or if it's like worse, like it just gets worse. I mean, the idea behind it is that when you put more money in circulation, people are going to buy more. So whereas the economy would just crash and all these businesses would shut down you know, people have free money that they're willing to spend. So it'll help stimulate the economy. But I, I don't think it's that simple. It's uh, you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, the, you're going to be buying shit, but prices are also going to be going up. Right. And then the economy is just kind of like, a, 
an enigma out there anyway. It's just people's faith in... Be, I don't know. It's... I don't know. Like, the stock market... I don't know. It's, it's all speculation, right? It's just this... We think this is worth this much, so we're going to pay this much for it. We don't think but, uh, this is worth this much. I don't even it, think it's that logical anymore. I think it's just like, yeah, that company looks good. So a company could be totally overvalued based on just emotional purchasing or it could be completely undervalued. But yeah. sorry, keep going. But like, it's just the economy is just this thing out there. But like, I mean, what even is it? Like, you almost have to go, you know, at least look local to see what's going on. Who's in business? Who's making money? Who's not making money? What are the prices like? It, it's, you know, and it's going to vary from place to place. So I don't know. Yeah, I just thought it was kind of interesting. I honestly, I don't really have anything else to say other than the fact that I thought it was interesting to see that juxtaposition. Like he, yeah. he was saying, Chinese government is printing a lot more money. They're giving it to like small companies, but companies seem to be doing yeah. worse out there. And then out here, it's like companies are just straight up shutting down while we're like giving it to these megalith, all the money to them that we're printing to megalith corporations. And to me, that's like again a step towards control and communism i mean it really is if you just concentrate all the power and wealth into one percent of the population like what else is that other than communism and yeah and, and, it's just and, very odd to me that people will be like how can you say that that's so conspiracy you're such an idiot it's like dude look at what's happening just, man that's pretty obvious and it's um and i think the trick this time around is to disguise it right so instead of just this authoritarian government just controlling everything they instead make it look like um and maybe that's what when they try and define something as socialism it's kind of they're just trying to disguise it where uh, the corporations look like they're independently owned and it's capitalism but on in reality they're basically owned and run by the government uh, by proxy so it on its face it looks like it's capitalism but in reality it's not it's still co all controlled by the powerful it's just they call some people government and some people corporate executives <laughs> but it's the same thing right and i would i would add that correct me if i'm wrong but i doubt there's ever been a leader who like has led to mass starvation of people I doubt that in any of those instances they told them that's the plan. Like, hey, we're going to gain all the control and we don't really know what's going to happen to you all. But like uh, it could be bad. So just give us all the power. I don't think it's, pro it's probably never been the case like that. They probably painted in this flowery depiction and and then it just doesn't turn out well. Whether they planned it to not turn out well or not, I guess that's another question. But it never seems to work well when you just concentrate all the power in the hands of a few. So uh, it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, uh, another thing I wanted to add, unless sorry, unless you had something to say. No, I'm good. I was on Snapchat today. I got a, a buddy uh, who, went, who I went to college with, and uh, I really don't talk to him a lot, like hardly at, at all. But you know, I saw his Snapchat, and it was in written in. I guess, is that Arabic in Saudi Arabia? I don't know. Yeah. It was written in, you know, scribbles. I couldn't make sense of it. <laughs> but it was, like, clearly, like, a Chinese official at a podium, and there was an article, and he had some things to say. You know, and it was written in, I don't know, Sanskrit, you know, whatever. I, I don't know. I don't know what language they speak out there. Call me ignorant, racist, whatever. But um, so I texted him, and I was like, hey, what does that say? 
and he, he, he responded, and he, this is what he said to me, quote, he goes, the official spokesman of Chinese foreign ministry calls for a comprehensive international investigation on U.S. soil on the origin and the origin of the coronavirus and the reasons that led to its spread and demands justification for their failure to combat the virus's epicenter. The biological weapons program at Fort Detrick is responsible for the spread of the virus in the world. So it's just, again, a funny juxtaposition where, like, all of a sudden, now there's, like, this whole lab leak theory that's becoming popularized and being, you know, given the light of day in mainstream media, whereas people back a year ago were talking about that and you were called a conspiracy theorist, you were called crazy. Now it's in the limelight. You see Jon Stewart going on Stephen Colbert's show talking about it. You see all these mainstream media saying, yeah, this is kind of the leading theory now and even Fauci said like yeah it could be a a lab leak right well now you got America saying that and pointing the finger at China in the Wuhan lab and now at the same time China apparently is pointing the finger at America and saying they want to investigate us it's like is this all just like a big game to them obviously that's a yes but like why is it that like apparently you know as China and America are these two completely differently run countries but then their officials on both countries are like saying the same thing about the other people. I think it's just all a big distraction. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Or just like to kind of show off, like, look how great your government is. We're calling out China or China. We're calling out the U S on their stuff. We're awesome. Trust your government. That kind of thing. I, I just find it fascinating that once this becomes mainstream information, like, every outlet in every country starts grabbing at it and putting their own spin on it. Whereas in the past, if you were to talk about this it's just say, Hey, I don't know. It could be like, we don't really know where it came from. Maybe it's a possibility that it came from the Wuhan lab, or maybe it's a possibility it came out of America. You were deemed like psychotic and basically shut down. If you discussed it on social media, it's like, and now is that it's popularized. Now all these officials from other countries are discussing it and trying to point the finger. It's just, Dude, I, I, it's so annoying to me, man. It it's, really is. Yeah. And I even remember it's further like back, like I, the way I remember it was when it all first happened, like 2019. Um, it was yeah, coronavirus is spreading, came from the Wuhan lab. Like that was like what everybody was saying. And then it's like, no, it's not. Trump's racist. That was the next big section. And then <laughs> and then now we're backpedaling. So, so like, okay, no, yeah, that's right. We just didn't like Trump. <laughs> Where does the truth lie? I have no idea. Me neither. Let me know if you find it. Or let us know at dybpodcast at gmail.com. What is the truth? We need to know. But yeah. Searching. Uh, if you don't have anything else to add, I think this is a good place to to land it. That was a good... Ooh, we're pushing? No. Okay, yeah, about an hour. Hour 15. Oh, yeah, I got, a, I got a volleyball game coming up. Oh, yeah. Beach beach beer league so uh nice look for me on the courts yeah um i do keep checking our email dybpockets.jml.com i've been distracted but we are back um any topics send it to us um we'll try to keep a good mix of things we'll do crazy conspiracies we'll do this kind of thing we'll do some real talk all that jazz just tell us what you want us to talk about um yeah it's good to we're see gonna you guys be, again. Uh, we're going to be back on it next week, you think? Oh, yeah, for sure. We're back in full swing. We're back, baby. 
<laughs> so we'll see you guys next time.